Hello folks and welcome back to another episode of The Water Cooler with Garrett and Levi. We are back in the man cave hanging out. Yeah, did you hear that? Sexiest Sounded pod- like an intro to me. I was about to say, it's, it's not only the sexiest podcast, but that might be the sickest intro I've ever heard into a podcast. Am I wrong or am I right? I mean, I gotta back you there. Shout out to Chase Waters for hooking us up with that. Yes sir, hope we don't get copyrighted or nothing like that. But yeah, well, way. we'll see. If we do, I hope y'all enjoy it for the one episode that it lasted. Yeah, right. But the one uh, thing that lasted today was not Chris Paul's contract with the Suns. No, no, it did not. Rest in peace to Chris Paul's NBA career and rest in peace to the Iron Sheik. The wrestling legend passed away today at the age of 81. So in memory of that, the performance of the day, he beat Bob Backlund who at the time, not even at the time, was the third longest reigning heavyweight champion of all time, December 26, 1983, to become the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion, one of the first bad guys to ever do it. <clears throat> and he ended up losing that championship a couple months later to the one, the only Hulk Hogan in his return match to the WWF. And Hulk Hogan would go on terrain for four years in a championship run so unprecedented that it's taken 40 years the current reign Roman Reigns is on for somebody to even come close to that level of championship success in pro wrestling so Iron Sheik beat a legend and lost to a legend just an amazing career hall of famer rest in peace to the Iron Sheik shout out to the Sheiky Sheiky baby R.I.P. Sheiky for real yeah, I always remember him having that, uh, what the, what, like, he wore something around his head. Yeah, he would, always, he'd, like, he'd come out with a turban yeah. and the big, like, pointy-toed shoes. Yeah. Like, say what you will about the old-school wrestling. They knew how to do, like, a foreign heel very well. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like it these days because it's, like, stereotypical and stuff like that. But just too for, much, like, the, it's like nowadays it's too mainstream. Back in the day, they... Didn't have phones and all that. They couldn't record what was going on. All these cameras and stuff. Like back in the day, they barely even was able to put like WWF and all that on TV. Man, imagine going to the show back in the day thinking that Hulk Hogan and Iron Sheik and all them guys, they were just in there in their, in their prime. Dude, there was one time, this was uh, like uh, uh, uh. 10 years ago, Iron Sheik was at a WWE show and he just started ranting about Hulk Hogan. And they cut his mic off because he was like saying some bad stuff about that. He still hated that man's guts 40 years later. But yeah. one of the greatest foreign heels. People actually like during all the tensions and stuff with Iraq and Iran that were going on. Iran, I mean, that were going on back when he was on top. Dude, he was getting death threats for the stuff that he was doing back then. And it's so crazy just living in a world where people took it that seriously. Where, like, it was life or death. You know, Iron Sheik, go piss off a bunch of rednecks. Yeah. They weren't just mad about it. Like, they were ready to do some serious business with him. And if you even look at the Iron Sheik, he's not somebody I want to mess with. Like, he was a noted, like, Greco-Roman wrestler. Won, like, championships and stuff back in the day. Legit oh, yeah. tough guy. Like When did he get crazy. put in the Hall of Fame? He got put in the Hall of Fame in, like, 2004. Yeah, he's been in it for he's a while. He's an OG. OG. Oh, yeah, and if y'all are ever bored, go look at some Iron Sheik interviews, because dude's funny as heck. 
But the accent he's got to him, he just mm-hmm. he runs it well. He's, he he he's big. He was a big dude too, like mm-hmm. for real. He's like security guard. I'll pay you. You know, yeah. I'll pay you to come out and hang out with me for a minute. Like he said, dude. But, he used to talk about how back in the day, after the shows, they go party, and he would call it going A to Z. He would take a pill that started with every letter of the alphabet, and they would just party all night. Like that's twenty six letters. Like that's insane. I don't like. I don't know how they lived. It's just that you couldn't imagine doing that in today's world. You know how quickly you get in trouble or whatever. Like it's just wild. So yeah, Iron Cheek. It's amazing he made it to eighty one, living as hard as he lived. So, what a legend. You know what else is going to be legendary? What's that? The. <laughs> Denver Nuggets duo, talking about Joker and Jamal Murray, dude. Dude, that's. Eh. But what I tell you, man, you Nuggets think, and five. You think Jimmy's got it in? Him? You no. think Jimmy and Bam got it? In him? Nope. I wish they did, but I don't see it happening. Jokic and Jamal dropping two triple doubles. Is that the first time that's ever happened before? I don't know. Maybe I don't know if LeBron or D Wade know them did that. I don't know. I don't think so. I but. feel like that'd have to be the first time that two teammates have but, dropped. Uh, dude, I'm talking 30, 20, and 10 each. Like, that. And it was, like, so... It's insane how they do it, too, because they're not flashy. Like, yeah, Jokic had a couple passes that we were watching film on earlier whenever... Because uh, we didn't get to watch the game. We watched film. That pass I showed you whenever he's in the paint. Like, yeah, they're a little flashy here and there, but, like, dude, they just get the ball in the basket. No matter what it takes, like... Jokic was throwing up some crazy stuff in the paint. Like, Jamal Murray was hitting three after three. Bruce Brown was hitting some threes. Like, Aaron Gordon was dunking, like, almost from the free throw line. Like, they kind of took hold of Miami in Miami. You got to give it to them. This may be one of the, if they can keep this up, this may be one of the most lethal teams that we may see coming out of, like, the 2020s. I mean, I was looking over the stats earlier before we started doing this. And to me, the tail of the tape is the field goal percentage and the rebounds because mm-hmm. and we Miami about that earlier. shot tw- 37% from the field and Denver shot 51%. Now, that's one of the positives of having a dominant big man is the field goal percentage goes way up, especially when he's feeling himself like Jokic was tonight. And if you're going to shoot 37% from the field then you had best be rebounding your right. tail off. But Miami only got 23 defensive rebounds and 10 offensive rebounds. Denver got four, 45 defensive rebounds and 13 offensive. Like, if you're going to... Sorry, not a minute to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Good. I was saying, if you're going to have a 37% field goal percentage, you better have at least 15 or 20 offensive rebounds. But go back and listen to what I was going to say. Is go back and listen to our first episode whenever... Like, before game one or right after game one, whenever we dropped the episode, me and Garrett both said, rebounding is going to be key. If you get 45 defensive rebounds, you know how many fast break points compared, like we're talking about right here? 41 for 80 compared to 34 for 92. The Heat shot 92 different shots and only made 34. We're talking about Denver's over here, 80 for 41. That's almost 50. Like, 
that's the difference right there. Those 45 rebounds and those 13 offensive rebounds, those extra points that you get. But most of them are fast break points. You know, Aaron Gordon, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray, Jokic, they're running the floor. And dude, Jokic, people talk about him as just a passer, as an outlet passer. Dude, it's insane. Having a 7-1 that big, that talented, just tossing the ball down the court, you really can't ask for more than that to start a fast break. It's honestly scary to see him and Jamal Murray play that pick and roll because like, he'll play that roll and come off right at the elbow of the free throw line, catch it in the post, he can pass it, he can shoot it, he can give it away somewhere. Like it's, it's Mike Malone's got a very good team up there in Denver. you got to respect him for it. But, I mean, if your Serbian brothers were in the stands, <laughs> I would hope my coach would. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, Jimmy Butler just not getting any help. Either I mean him and Bam are the only players on the Heat that score more than fifteen points. Like it's like you were saying, it's one of the main role players keys in this series is role players, and the Heat just haven't had it so far. Now the Nuggets, they're a little top heavy with Jamal and it's hard to beat that Jokic, but at least they're top heavy like scoring thirty plus right. And not yeah. just mid twenties. I mean, Aaron like, double, Aaron Gordon's even having a double double. Granted, eleven points, ten rebounds, like it's still double double. Five assists too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's making plays. And Michael Porter Jr. getting two points. That's yeah. a little two points and no assist. You could have put me on the court. I could have got you that. He actually had a pretty nice little layup though. I will give it to him. <laughs> that's funny. But how do you think the Heat can recover? Do you think they can? They probably will though. It's going to be hard. Like, Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, they got to come. I mean, you got you to gotta play ball. You got to show up. You can't be given one good game, 10 points in the fourth quarter. Everybody hypes you up to like, oh, yeah, he did all this, this, and that. Win the game up there in Denver. Or you come back and score, what, four points maybe, not even. Like, Duncan Robinson had. Caleb Martin <laughs> like, played 32 minutes, had 10 points and three assists and exactly. three rebounds. Like, you got like those kind of guys, Gabe Vincent, for example. Like you got those guys, got to step up. Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler cannot beat Jokic and fucking Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. They just can't do it. Or Jokic and Jamal Murray. We'll and especially out. like we okay. said, Bam is having to guard Jokic, right. a two-time and MVP, almost a three-time MVP, and drop twenty-two points and seventeen boards. But think about this though, like Bam Adebayo's got to go to the bench. He's got a rest. Guess who comes in? Cody no, Zeller. No, he don't. He played 41 minutes tonight. He got seven minutes of rest. Cody Zeller. He's got to come in. He ain't going to be able to go. He, he got bodied by Jokic up there in Denver that other night. I'm looking at a bunch of zeros on Cody, Cody Zeller's didn't, stat He didn't line. work. He didn't work today. Zero point, zero rebound, zero. Dang, three. Cody, you didn't work today. That sucks. And if he got six minutes. That's what I'm saying. He's got to he's got to guard Jokic. Could you imagine if NBA teams didn't have to pay their players or they didn't score? It's like, hey man, you ain't <laughs> show up, do you, don't get, like you don't get paid. Little cop, pay for pay for performance. <laughs> the CB the uh, the players association would have a field day if the owners tried to propose that. Oh good lord, they'd just be like, oh my. That's and one bench thing. Player, bench players would be like, hey coach, put me in. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to play. One thing that'll always keep Chris Paul relevant, though, for the next couple of years, is being the president of the Players Association. Yeah. You think he'll? Where do you stuff? think he's going? 
I think Dang. the Lakers. You. Maybe if the Heat win. You don't think LeBron's going to Dallas? As much as Kyrie's been pushing He's on his Aaron Rodgers stuff. He's straight up Aaron Rodgers. They've probably been stuff. drinking the same herbal tea. Yeah, they've been doing the ayahuasca. <laughs> but if I were Chris Paul, probably the Lakers or Heat, Dark Horse pick, 76ers. Where do you think he's going? I would go to the Celtics. That'd be pretty good, too. I didn't think about that. CB3 with the vet, his awareness and all that, he would take over Boston. They're always talking about Boston fans. He's aware. They're always complaining. Take over Boston. CB3, Al Hartford, Jason Taylor. But, I mean, at the same time, you can't really get CB3 in Boston because supposedly they're trying to pay Jason Tatum, like, max capital. And then they're going to have to pay Jalen Brown, too. Like, how do you keep up with something? Like, there's no way. Someone's got to get out of there. Do you think Tatum and Brown both stay? It just depends. I mean, it's hard to say. It just depends on how much money on the, like, the cap they have this year and all that. Like, you had to give up a lot of draft picks. You had to give up a lot of stuff just to be able to, like, talking. Who are you going to give the max deal to? Obviously, Jason Tatum. Yeah. I mean, I think that's when you just got to knock heads together and say, hey, look, put the money aside for a second. You're over here debating, like, what? Two, three million dollars when you're making like over 20 million, something like that. Like, we're here to win. Like, don't get me wrong, at the end of the day, like, it is a business, money's money. But hopefully, their plan for more than that and winning championships does hold some weight for them because Boston needs to win a championship soon because yeah. they've had one of the most talented rosters in the league for the last like five, six years. Yeah. But. With a vet like Al Harford, and if you could pull a vet like uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean, if you could have that little core right there, that that four, Derek White coming in here and there, like Marcus Shamar. But I feel like they'd have to get rid of Marcus Shamar. Hey, you know what we could do? We could let go Jalen Brown, bring him to Atlanta. I'd be down for that. I would, too. we get rid of Bogey. we get rid of John Collins. we get rid of all of them, honestly. Jalen Brown build around that him and Clay Capella people people say like oh Trey averaged 25 and 10 this and that like yeah he did but we're just it just doesn't make sense like how how do you support someone who's tried taking you to playoff how many different times now not too long ago we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals but yeah I don't know I mean I'd give Trey unless he just calls him back stage problems which it sounds like he might be with all the coaches drama and things like that I'd give him a couple more years to work because I mean he hasn't really had much to work with until the last year or two I like DeJounte Murray I hope we can re-sign him shout out DeJounte Murray but do you think KD coming to Phoenix is why Chris Paul got booted probably I mean I think it comes down to cap yeah didn't have the room for it exactly and that's, that's going to be a problem with a lot of these teams now with these young stars and all that is like how much money are you going to pay for mm-hmm. each, like what player? You're going to have to get rid of this. You're going to have to get rid of that. Which player is going to be most prominent to you to make you spend all this money? That's what's crazy about it, dude. Like you never know. Jalen Brown could end up in any uniform. Just like James Harden, he's going back to Houston. Like Yeah, that's crazy. I hate that him and Embiid couldn't work out, but what you going to do? When two people are a ball hog, like, 
I mean, Joel Embiid ain't necessarily a ball hog. I take that back. He's just so big. He can destroy the paint. He can shoot. Like, he's MVP. No disrespect on MVP. But when somebody like James Harden, who, like, lost his touch with the passing, started shooting everything, I don't know, man. James Harden, I'm afraid he lost it. I'm afraid that. He's done. He's washed. Yeah, I'm afraid to say that, but, yeah, he lost it. Him and Russell Westbrook just need to go find him a team that needs to sell tickets and just average 50 points on 12% shooting. They need to go hang out with Dwight Howard over there in Taiwanese basketball. Taiwan Tigers. They could be the greatest Taiwan Tigers players of all time. Make the Chinese Basketball Hall of Fame. You know how crazy that would be? That would change the game forever. They'd get him a ring. Like, dude. Maybe Chris Paul could join them. That'd be a nasty one. That's their plan. They're like, you know what? Screw the NBA. (laughs) Chinese takeover. Yeah, we're going to Taiwan to play some Taiwanese basketball. Right there, just throwing alley oops from the half court. You got Chris Paul at point guard. I guess you make Russ a shooting guard, but that just doesn't sound right. Rolling off. Either the way, yeah. I mean, I mean, James, James Harden, Harden be small three. forward. Uh, Dwight Howard playing the five. five. And you have some. I don't know. Stephon Marbury. <laughs> yeah. <him> four. No. <laughs> Jeremy Lin. Jordan Poole. Some stuff uh, like that. Contavious Caldwell Pope. No, you can't. You can't hate on Contavious Caldwell Pope. Not I don't know if boy. he can leave the country. He a Georgia boy. <laughs> Hey, Georgia boy. Kwame. Hey. Well, dude, what they brought back, Kwame. Kwame. Dude, the GOAT. That would be insane. Y'all got to check him out. Make sure you follow Kwame Brown on Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube. Like, dude, you got to watch Kwame Brown for real. He's He's got some of the best content on Instagram ever. But I'm looking at Chris Paul's stats for this year right now, and he definitely seems like, obviously, he's in a career decline. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's going to be worth much and, and to any team he gets like you got one year what makes me so happy to see all this kind of stuff and like whenever we have these episodes and we talk about stuff i hope y'all realize how much like value we put into this and like really how much research we do like we talked about literally we've said this probably three or four different times now the last episode chris paul played in 59 games He's not even eligible to all team NBA or all NBA team or whatever. Like he's not even eligible for any of that. He it's averaged like, thirteen points and eight assists. And, and granted, yeah, like you said, he's getting older and all that. But like, it's thirty-seven. Come on now, come on. You can't be. Like, oh, my daughter's getting bullied in school because I don't have a championship. Like, I, that's horrible. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't be like kids shouldn't be really saying that. But, hey. I know Bronny never heard that. <laughs> I mean, I know he Bronny might have an elementary school. Yeah, probably. I don't know. He's but lucky he didn't go to Akron. He sh- he should call Charles Barkley, ask him how he d- his children dealt with that. Nah, Chuck probably would have thrown some kids through a window if they said oh, that yeah. to his daughters. Oh, I bet. I bet. But, but no, I hate that for Chris Paul, dude. Like, he was... He had a chance when they played the Bucks. That was his, yeah. we called it at but the time, his did, last best chance. But if you take it back to like when basketball was actually fun to watch, like you turn on NBA TV, 216 on Dish Network, you watch NBA TV, and they play, playing highlights and stuff, Chris Ball, whenever he played for the Hornets. That's the first basketball game, of, like NBA game. Chris Ball <laughs> played for the Hornets. That's the first game I ever went to. Dude, Chris dude. Paul on the Hornets, Mello on the Nuggets, LeBron on the Cavs. Like, yeah, those like, were the dude, days. Those... Chauncey Billups on the Pistons. Yeah, if he could have had Kobe, like if he would have went to Lakers that year, and David Stern like said no, you can't make like whatever it was, 
whatever oh, they want to call it. That would have added that years been, to Kobe's career. Dude, Chris Paul would have got at least two rings. That would have changed the game of basketball forever. There would have been no LeBron and D-Wade and all that. There would have been no none of that. Well, I mean, LeBron was already on the heat when that trade got made. No, that was, that was back in like 2000. That was 2011. Uh-uh. Yeah, Chris was. Paul was not on the Hornets in 2011. No chance. I'm looking it up. He, LeBron was already on the Dude, heat. Dude, that was back in like 2010 or some stuff. Like No. Nah, that was 2011. That was the year LeBron went to the Heat. Daggum. Who do you think would have won the finals that year? Lakers. I'd have to go to the Lakers. Yeah. Because they had Pau Gasol too and all them. Well, no. Pau Gasol would have gotten traded for Chris Paul. So, no. i give it to the Heat. Yeah, no. i give it to the Lakers. i give it to the Lakers because yeah, they, had the, they had the pedigree, that championship yeah, pedigree. Either way, that, yeah, I was about to say, either way, Kobe... Kobe and LeBron would have faced each other in the finals. Would Dwight Howard have been on the Lakers too at that time, or would he have already left? Would that have been Charmin Soft? No, that I was mean, before that. No, that was before. Because whenever, remember, uh, they got in that fight, or not fight, but like mm-hmm. argument on the bench. Dwight Howard played for them in like 2000. It was like two Let's years see. before Kobe retired. Let's see. What he plays for the Taiwan Leopards, not the Tigers. Oh goodness! He played in the Lakers from 2012 to 2013. So maybe there's a chance if CP3 stayed there for a couple of years, they would have linked up. But we're getting into what if territory now. I think Lakers would be the Heat though, and got at least two championships. But as it stands, Chris Paul has zero. How many more years do you think he's got left being a decent player? Decent, that's out the window. Um, like okay, starting point card level of talent. Not even I. I he if he doesn't <laughs> retire this year, it wouldn't surprise me. But if he goes to like some big super team, mm-hmm. then that means like they're. It's a different guy. I don't know. I feel like if he goes to like some big super, like if he links up with LeBron, or some stuff like that. LeBron, AD, and. <sighs> I don't know. That could be a different ball game. They could. Everybody stays healthy, which I don't think would happen. I don't happen. think. Yeah, I was about to say, that could be nasty. But dude, you can't even can't uh, even really say much. Like Giannis did his thing, all that. That's cool. Sixers are doing their thing with Embiid, but like, what if one of the Bucks? No, no chance. No chance. The Heat are doing their thing. You can't fucking. You, the best team in the league right now is the Denver Nuggets, and I'm afraid it's going to be like that for like, not afraid, but like I'm just saying, like for the next few whatever, they're going to be the team to talk about. No, yeah. I don't think so. If Jamal Murray and Jokic play the way they do, and they could add like Aaron Gordon's good, don't get me wrong, but if they could add just a centerpiece of something else, it's like that one puzzle piece, like whenever Kawhi went to the Raptors or whatever, mm-hmm. just that one centerpiece. Jokic is retiring with two rings max. You crazy. He ain't never having a dynasty in Denver. You crazy. The Not altitude, gonna have it. NBA, the altitude's NBA different. wouldn't he, allow they, they it. They got that Serbian altitude up there. The NBA wouldn't allow it to happen. You don't think so? Do you know how mad they are they didn't get their Lakers-Celtics finals this year? They're like, never gonna get their Lakers-Celtics final. I hope they do. Like As much as it sucks having like the legacy franchises always be on top, 
There's just something about Lakers-Celtics that hits different. Just because those marquee matchups back in the day. Like I said, yeah. on NBA TV, 216. But there are certain teams you just know. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're never gonna have a Grizzlies Timberwolves NBA right. Finals, aside from the fact they're in the same conference. Uh, you're never gonna have like a Hawks Grizzlies Conference Finals or whatever. Like it's just not conference finals. Yeah, they're in they're, two different conference. Whatever finals. finals. Like just you're just you're always gonna have the Heat, the Lakers, the Celtics, maybe the Knicks once every fifty years, the Spurs. Talking about all this right now, let me ask you a serious question. Hmm. Is Eric Spolstra one of the greatest coaches in NBA history? Define greatest. Top five, no. Top ten, probably not. Top 20, yeah. You don't think he's like one of the top ten coaches of all time? Eric Spolstra? No. Off the top of my head, let's see how many I can get off ahead of Eric Spolstra. You've got Red Arbach. You've got Pat Riley. I'm not talking. Phil Jackson. I'm not talking like 1910s basketball. Red Arbach was the sixties. I'm talking like, okay. I said, You're talking I basketball. Said all time. I said all you said time. said all time. I said all so time. So you got Red Arbach, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, Greg Popovich, Chuck Daly, Jerry Salone, Mike Brown. You could argue. No, Mike Brown. The Mike Brown from Cleveland and uh, who coaches the. Uh, the one, no, the one from uh, Allen Iverson. They coached him in Philly. Cut that out. Let's see who. What other great coaches are there? Oh, uh, Casey Jones from the Celtics back in the day. There are a lot of coaches I put ahead of uh, Eric Spolstra, but he is a good one. Dang, I wouldn't imagine you putting that many people in front of him. I mean, so what? You think he's top five, top seven? No, I, I think he's top ten. I'll give him number ten, like. Dude knows what he's doing. He's had all the, like, all the pretty much, like, goats of basketball come through his lap. Like, working LeBron. for Pat and Riley, working with D-Wade, working with LeBron, all, like, the championships he was, he, went to, like, he was an assistant when Shaq was there. Right. So, like, all that knowledge that he soaked you don't up. You don't like, Exactly. Like, 20 years ago, whatever. Like, he soaked up all that knowledge and took it to, like, a whole different ball game. He put... Miami Heat's always been on the map, don't get me wrong, but like he Oh, Steve Kerr, if we're shouting out all time great coaches. Yeah, he's got eight. That's insane that yeah. Steve Kerr, like low key, has one of the best resumes in basketball as far as And the funny go. thing too, shout out Draymond Green's podcast. He's not my favorite player, I can't stand him. But he did say whenever they won their third championship, he was like, Well, we got three now and Steve Kerr was like, Y'all got three, I got eight. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, hey, Steve Kerr, him and John Paxson are kind of, I get the two of them mixed up sometimes as far as who was the point guard in Bulls three-peats because they're basically interchangeable. They both hit game-winning shots that Michael Jordan passed to. But Steve Kerr, he also played on the Spurs back in the day. Yeah. Because whenever MJ left in 98 and they blew up the Bulls, he got traded to the Spurs. So he got a four in a row. He got quad. He played the dynasty. Yeah. Holy cow! So more is, power to him. Oh, that's it. That is funny because you think about it now. He did, like you said, the Bulls blew up and all that, and he went to the Spurs, went to another dynasty, mm-hmm. and built his own. 
He didn't build his own. He didn't, he piggybacked on top of Tim yeah. Duncan's. Like not, no no I'm not talking about with the Spurs. I'm talking about Golden State. Oh yeah. Like with Steph and all them like. No, Steven Jackson built it. Yeah, and then you're right. He got evicted, and Steve Kerr took over the lease when it's they already like, had a mansion made. You get halfway <laughs> through the job and just take the money. And you're like, dude, this job sucks. <laughs> Next thing you know, knew somebody. Do that. Steve that Kerr spe- somebody in. Ooh. So speaking of people getting uh, kicked out of a job that's going great, Shannon Sharp, he's not getting kicked out. He's getting bought out. Have you been keeping up with Undis- that? Which one? Yeah, undisputed. He getting bought out. Yeah, because no him and Skid Bayless apparently hate each other's guts behind the scene. Ever since the Demar Hamlin thing and Shannon walked out that one time, they said Shannon's quitting after the NBA Finals wraps up. I've never seen an episode of them where they get along. I mean, usually it's like good natured banter. Oh, I love Undisputed. It's my favorite sports talk show aside from this, of course. Mm-hmm. But they had they got to where you could tell it was getting tense on screen, like they were dropping f bombs and telling each other to. We put playing pull down here and undisputed put on. Next thing you know, skip, skip. I'm like, uh oh, Shannon, here he goes. He's getting after it. He's getting. There was one time Shannon got so into fussing with Skip, he took his glasses off, and Skip was like, "You put your effing glasses back on," and he told him that Tom Brady made Shannon look like a bum. And do like it got pretty He did, tense, yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. He's like something about Super Bowls or like championships. Yeah, he's, he's like, saying that Shannon was jealous of Tom Brady, yeah. which is why he's always critical of him. And so stuff like that's what caused them to hate each other's guts. But I thought they buried the hatchet, but then it just came out two days ago that Shannon's getting bought out, so hate to see it go. Undisputed had a pretty solid run. As yeah, I'd say the good top show. Sport talk show, debate show at least that there was, because first take hasn't been good in years. Ever mm. since they got rid of Mac, it just it's did not put JJ good. Redick on it though. I will say JJ Redick is my favorite college basketball player of all time. I love JJ yeah. Redick. I'm glad they put him on there. Like him, Kendrick Perkins and uh, JJ Redick and Kendrick Perkins have the two of the worst takes of I don't know just sports commentary. Just anytime. They start running their mouths. You know they're going to say something out of pocket. Well, I think that's all the content we got for y'all this week. We'll see y'all next time.